Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean News. Special guest, Joey Page, and also Professor Robbie Van Der Parsons, I hope I pronounced that right, who's just flown in from Amsterdam to discuss the benefits of uh, beetroot juice for reducing high blood pressure. Uh, hello. Hi, good morning. So, Joey, uh, beetroot, how are um, you that? I, I'll have a beetroot. I'm happy with beetroot. It's nice. And how's your blood, how's your blood pressure? I'd imagine it's pretty fine. I'm, I'm pretty re- relaxed, laid-back kind of person, aren't I? So when was the last time you went to the doctor? Oh, I don't go to the doctor. I'm still so young. I don't need to go to the doctor. Kids die when they're two. Yeah, but I'm, I'm 31, and, and the stage me is only 25, so I'm miles away from going to the doctor. When was the last time you went to the doctor? Uh... Ages ago, like, uh, when I, to, to find out I had carpal tunnel syndrome, that's it. About What's that? Where, uh, like, all your, the muscles in your wrist squeeze on the nerves and it gives you really, like, pains in your hand. So you've got that? Uh, yes, yeah, so I just get a little cast for it when I'm using the computer. A little cast? Yeah. No tablets? No, no, no. So they're pretty much saying we no cure for this? It's fine. No, I'm really do concerned. Some exercises. Can do a benefit or anything? Oh, I'd love that, yeah. And then I'll secretly siphon it off into my Edinburgh funds. Well, you'll never see the money. We'll just give it to... Is there a society? Yeah, it's uh, Comedy at gmail.com if you want to send any money in. Okay, we've got that sorted. So, Joey, um, right, so I haven't seen you for a while. Yes. Now, you're all loved up now. Yeah. I want more than that. All right, good. Uh, well, yeah, I think last time I came in here, I'd like, literally start with somebody yeah. that morning. But you kind of... You do go through... The ladies, don't not anymore. I'm a changed man. I'm like a, I'm like a viper, but I've had the the um, venom taken out of my teeth. I'm totally harmless now. Sorry, did you say venom taken out of your teeth? Yeah, like that's what they do with vipers, or like if you have a Is pet it, snake. Don't yeah, they I don't think it's, I don't think the poison's in their teeth. Is it not? Where is it then? Well, it'll come out of their. Well, it'll go oh. to the th- tongue. Yeah, but I don't think they're going and like getting it out of their teeth and going, "I'll have you." No, it's like when they bite into you, then it comes. But again, that's the. Time. I don't know. We'll I was just trying to make a really poor rubbish analogy, and then I've shown how much I don't know about science. I've been quite judgmental these last couple of days. I don't know why that is, because I'm like as thick as shit. Even though I did win pointless. Did you mm. on the fruit machine on tour in the pub? No, I went. On you went pointless. on the actual pointless. It's coming. Up. It has been with? on yet. Rona Cameron. Oh, okay. To be Thanks fair, for picking me. I don't get to pick. <laughs> I don't get to pick the people. <laughs> I go, I'll do it, but only with Joey. Yeah, imagine how entertaining that would be. Because he knows all about snakes. No, but I could, I could have aced the sports questions, even though I don't look like I would have. Right, so um, what would be your kind of uh, subject? Well, like, I have played on the one in the pub. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I managed your to Your career's going very well, isn't it? Oh, no, this is ages ago. I've, I, can't, I haven't got time for the pub these days, Sean. But, no, but so what would uh, be your special subject? Uh, if I could pick a specialist subject, but it wouldn't come up on pointless, it'd be WWF wrestling. Right. You, you surprise me at every <laughs> Music time. from, you know... From well, just Greece? Like cool music from the <laughs> 70s onwards. Right. 
That's quite a niche. I don't know enough about anything. No, but that's what I mean. I was just wondering, did you have this weird passion that I didn't know about, besides the wrestling? Uh, no, just that, really. David so you, Bowie. You love your wrestling, though? Yeah. It's it's a real good bit of escapism for me. Like, when I don't want to think about anything, I just watch that. Wow. Even though you know it's kind of pretty much pantomime. Yeah, but also, it's incredible. Like, the athleticism... And the actual... Cause I'll give right, you that. So my, my uh, girlfriend got me a wrestling lesson for my birthday. Wow. And I'm never going anywhere near a wrestling ring again. It hurts so much. Even bouncing off the ropes hurts. Everything hurts. So what was the... Tell us about the lesson, though. So what... So basically, the first half of the lesson, I only had, like, one sort of crash course lesson, then you can book up and do, like, a whole thing if you want but I definitely didn't want. Uh, they teach you how to fall, like, how to land, and you right. need to, like, basically land on like your across your shoulders so you need to get as much sort of surface area down and do you go mat. watch me risks my wrists are very sore no, that's fine that's only uh that's from uh too much typing etc uh so you have to basically throw yourself back so sort of shoulders first and that has to be the first point of contact with the the mat to absorb the the blow of yeah. hitting the sort of like canvasy sprung floor and then they teach you to do it by, like, flipping over and landing on your shoulders. And was it really painful? Yeah, like, I literally couldn't walk for about the next two days. My girlfriend uh, is a contemporary dancer, so she could do it because she, like, knows how to, like, control her body, whereas I couldn't do anything. I was awful. Every time I tried to flip over, I'd land on, like, the back of my head or my neck. And then but the second half... you had a kind of uh, headgear on. No. I think she might have been taking the piss. I think it could have been... <laughs> A friend of hers. He just said, "Could you beat up my girl? Could, could you beat up my boyfriend?" Could for a you, bit? Uh, yeah. And then, and then they teach you like how to sort of ch- chain wrestle, like do some of the moves, and then, and that's kind of to do with acting. And I was quite good at that bit because uh, since I last saw you, I've become an actor now as well. Wait, what have you done? Uh, I got my little sitcom thing coming out soon. Oh, brilliant! So, What's that? Tell us. So it's. Uh, do you know a guy called John Hopkins? He used to do like Ealing Live and stuff like that, and he's uh, like a, he's mainly a director. Right. But we wrote this thing together called intergalactic sausage and then a yeah, production that's, company that's a joey show. yeah a production company gave us like 10 grand to make it and then we uh it's about it's basically a little bit like kind of it's a bit like step and some bit in the future so me and my uncle work in a burger van outside a bus garage in litchfield in the future and no one really lives on earth it's just like everyone goes there to get the the buses to like why does go no one live on earth anymore because they've found somewhere better Okay. It's only like basically people I'm that can't afford place. to leave or the elderly that still live there. So it's like just completely sort of run down, awful. That sounds great. And uh, so we just made uh, five eight minute episodes, which are going to be coming out in about six weeks. So, but where is it going to, where can people see this? Well, then? it's going to be because the production company that made it, they're putting it on their YouTube channel and then it'll right. be on my YouTube channel. And then basically I will try and sell that or I'll try and sell the idea that I can act to get myself in something else. But hopefully, I can sell that idea and then get like a full length. It's basically that we've made our own blaps yeah, yeah. rather than waiting for Channel Four to kind of tick it off. Well, we've just I done it ourselves. The best way to do it. Don't but it looks, you know, we hired out a big uh, studio in Bristol, and then we um, wheeled in an actual burger van, and then shot it against green screen. So everything around it has been like keyed in and special effects. But the actual burger van is like a real burger van. So we was inside it, and it actually gives it like a a good amount of depth and it looks quite good and it actually looks quite expensively made even though we only spent 10 grand on it so for the whole for the whole yeah we did we shot one episode a day for five days and by then we all wanted to kill each other but 
Well, I think it's been pretty good. That's not, but so, um, was it just you and another person? Basically, yeah. So we were just what the idea behind it is that we're trying to find out if the two main characters gel, gel, and and work because then that's your whole sitcom forever and ever. If you can make it work with them two, yeah. then you can start adding stuff in. But so that's why they didn't want to like cast loads of people in it and make it really, you know, yeah. hard to work out. So it's just really simple. Like every episode is one of those things. I want to leave. He's trying to stop me from leaving. And it's the different ways in which that happens. Like one day, it's the day that I've saved up my money for the ticket for the bus to go, to to go off. Family. Yeah, and he has got a delivery in the post and it's a home euthanasia kit. And he's like, right, well, I'll see you then. And I'm like, what's that? He's like shaking it around in front of me. He's like, oh, it's nothing. And I'm like, what's in the box? And then it's, he's like, when you go, I'm going to kill myself. And I'm like, no, of course you're not. You're just trying to stop me from leaving. And I'm like, all right, I'll leave when you do it. So it's like that kind of stand-up. Yeah, no, it sounds good. It's really good. And then, good on uh, you for getting yeah. it made as well. Yeah, it's it's taken me about three years, but yeah. That's not that bad. Yeah, well. Because, uh, so, like, at the moment, like, so you've kind of, you're going through a bit of a change in general now at the moment, aren't can you? Can I just, this is this doesn't make great podcasts, but let me just slide that across the desk at you, Sean. I've had my own business cards made. Oh, my I'm God. I'm, like, on top of everything now. He's got... Oh, Dates so, on the back? Yeah, but... Only people under 30 are going to see this because I can't read it. That's exactly who I'm trying to attract. No, I'm not. I'll I'll take anyone's money. But no. uh, But that doesn't look like you in the front. But that's my Edinburgh poster. Because... I'm keeping that. Because I've been in the industry for ages, even though I'm still relatively unaccomplished and I'm still, like, got ages left. I've still got, like, 30 years left or something of my career. So, but people... We'll we'll be the judge of that. Well, I'll just keep going. I'm going to be annoying. I'm just going to stick around. (laughs) keep going but no so, but basically the problem i have now because i've been going 10 years this is my seventh or eighth full hour in edinburgh right so I tell us about like the show then it's not about anything at all that's really not helpful no but it's good because it's like my favorite shows last year were similar to that when people just see more turn up no see more mace's show he was just titting about for an hour and it was really yeah, good but- all right so there's no theme do you know what i mean yeah, no, like, but what will you be titting about about so um I got this thing where because I'm in like a, in the counting house, which is normally the rest of the year a pub. Right. Uh, I kind of got this thing at the beginning where I'm asking people if they've if they've come for the pub quiz, and if they have, I'm sorry, it's not on. I'm on. But then I get two people to do a quiz against each other throughout the show. So every now and again, I'll break out and do some little quizzes with them. But they're obviously like jokes or like little just set pieces. I like it. And then at the end. One of them wins a one-man phone party where I just squirt them with loads one of phone. One-man phone. phone? Yeah. I thought you said phone. No. And then uh, there's like uh, there's a really long bit about uh, this astronaut called Alan Bean. Who's Is that like, a proper? He's a real astronaut, but th- that's the whole point. Nobody knows that he's a real... He, he's been to space, but people only know Buzz Aldrin and... I went to uh, the Science Armstrong. Museum in yeah. Manchester last week, and... Uh, it's not great, but the gift shop's fantastic. And I had this T-shirt with a big astronaut on it, and I just went, I need my space. Very nice. I liked it. Yeah. I did not buy it, but I liked it. Very nice. So, so yeah, it's just all over the place then, yeah? Yeah, and but the the, the point with that, because the image on the poster yeah. is basically me. It's like, I've not like... got my hat on. Uh, I've got it. I've got uh, face paint kind of across my your, mouth. And your side of your face. Like, and, a bit Bowie-ish. Yeah, well, the show's well, called... Ziggy. The show's called... Joey, but I've spelt it like Bowie, and that the only reason for that is because I'm a big David Bowie fan, so I wanted to kind of dedicate it to him. But it's got absolutely nothing to do with him whatsoever. But some people think it's about Towie, which is awful. 
about Tarry because yeah, the way because it's... of the only way, yeah, the, the way it's spelled. But that's a sad indictment of of the world we live in, isn't it? Where people they see the rest of that word, and they would rather think of Tarry than Bowie. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Also, you're it's awful. really putting dyslexics in there as well with. Fine. Hatred of. Well, if they, all I wanted to do was make the people in the industry that think they know what you I like do. You like this word industry, don't you? Yeah, but I, that's who gives you the work. Do you know what I mean? So I want them to co- go. What's he up to? And then the maybe arts, come and see man. it. This isn't an industry. Yeah, but I need work. I can't because otherwise I end up in the woods. All right, tell us. You were in the woods last Saturday. So uh, you were spotted in Highgate Woods, running around with loads of kids. Yeah, because. My girlfriend works like running kids' parties in the woods. Hang on, she was a contemporary dancer. She, yeah, well, it's hard times, isn't it? You've got to be. Um, we're slashers, Sean, these days. Right, what's slashers? Comedian slash DJ okay. slash actor. She's Is that con- an actual word? Slashers. I don't know. I like it. I like it. Um, she does. She's an actress. She just. She was basically. She was in America acting in something, and so I had to cover her kids' parties in the woods, but. She's in America acting. She just come back, but when I got spotted in Highgate Woods the other yeah. weekend, I was covering her uh, kids' parties in the woods job. But so, what was your role in the kids' party? It's basically like storytelling. Like you take them around, and then they have to—they're all like five or six, and they're looking for like and jewels going, that have been and stolen. Ziggy play guitar, and they're going what? Funnily enough, there was—I didn't do it, but apparently, because they're themed parties, and then you just lead them around the woods. And so what was what was the theme? I don't know what day I got seen. I don't know what I was wearing, so I don't. I can't comment on that. But there was one where somebody asked for a labyrinth party, but all the kids were like six, as in you know David Bowie in the labyrinth. Yeah. And my girlfriend did it, and they all these six-year-old kids just wanted to find David Bowie in the woods. They, so how do they know who he is? They're si- exactly. They must have the coolest mum and dad of all time. And did you enjoy it, or was it a pain? It depends on the kids. But yeah, I I quite enjoyed it. It's just titting about. I mean, I I it's it's highly degrading if you get spotted by someone you know. But uh, and you're dressed as you were dressed apparently. I, I as wasn't a tree. dressed as a tree. Apparently, you were. I don't know what day that would have been then. Maybe that maybe I wasn't doing a party. Maybe that was I was just letting loose in the woods. But so right. So then. Um, so now you're previewing your Edinburgh show. Yeah. And uh, how's all that going? Good, uh, because I've got a director who's like he's my continuity guy. Twenty pounds an hour, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, he basically is. He comes. He's called Kevin Shepherd. He's a stand-up, but he comes to every preview, and then he comes to every show in Edinburgh every single day, and then like records it, and then he gives me watches it back, makes notes, gives them to me, just to make sure that every day, because that's my problem. Because I go back to what you said, which is where you don't ever make any money. Being an artist. I wouldn't really pay too much attention to that kind of thing. I'll be like, I might do something one way one day and a different way well, the next day. I like day. that freedom, though. Yeah, but I just think to improve as a stand-up, I want to be hitting the same mark, like, every day. Yeah, but not like or if I'm not doing it, I, I can go, oh, I did it this way because, but not just because I didn't really think about it. And it just... Well, that sounds good, but, like, you should because have... Because creatively, to... I don't need that much help, because I've got so many ideas yeah. that I'll just... But you are kind of out there with your comedy, so mm. you're just trying to be reined in a bit. No, just trying to be like a bit of quality control, so that, like, I feel like sometimes people might come to my show. It could be affected by my mood, like if I'm in a good mood, or if I'm. But you're not getting to flustered. the zone. Well, well, that's the worst thing, isn't it? Like you must do this. You must have gigs where you go. I can't really be bothered with this today. I feel that before everyone, but then. 
So Ooh. how do you get into the zone? Because that's what I am missing sometimes. I'll go, if I can't well, be bothered, I can't be bothered, and that's it. It's nothing I really do, but it's like once they say you're about to go on, then I kind of get mentally prepared, I guess. But, like, I don't ever let a mood affect me. My problem I, I is... think my main problem is, like, sometimes you'll turn up and be like, I'm not excited to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I might carry that on with me. As if I've got someone telling me off if I don't do well. That's the kind of... Well, you shouldn't let that happen to you. should be more professional, Joe. I know, but that's why I've brought him in. Well, that won't necessarily solve that. It has, though, because I had him last year. And I feel... I think probably in the last year I've only had about five or six bad gigs in the last nine months. What, really bad? Maybe, like, three really bad. Tell us about them. Uh, how long have we got? No, I... No, you know when you just do one and you just don't connect with them and they don't connect yeah. with you and they're not... In, it's not... You're right. They it's won't even heckle. It's just, like, they're just... Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And that's quite difficult. And how quickly could you tell nothing was happening? Uh, well, it felt a bit like it the whole night, so, uh, and I was closing this gig, so I thought, right, I'll go on and I'll just give it loads of energy and be really, like, upbeat and really, like, get them going. But you're not an energetic comic, though. No, but I just felt at the beginning, come out and be a bit of a sort of, like, whirlwind, get them excited, get them, because they just kind of seemed really flat the whole night, and then that didn't work. Then there was some, a couple of drunk women who were a bit chatty and just kept, like, you couldn't yeah. stop them. And then the momentum went out of it. So then I tried to do some really short bits to get it going again. I kind of just tried a little bit of everything and ended up not really doing anything. But, but everyone went down bad that night. Well, I wouldn't say. Uh, some of the comedians that I was on with, I've seen them both do a lot better. Like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. But then I hate, I don't like to blame the crowd. It's like, you know, this is something I've been doing for 10 years. Yeah. I should be able to look at a gig. And that's what I did before I went on. I looked at it and thought, like almost like a football manager or whatever, you go, right, well, this is what this needs. This is how we need to play this room so to get the most out of it. You'll analyse be- before each gig? If I can, yeah, if I've got time. Like, if I'm on first or if I'm comparing, it's obviously a bit more difficult, uh, aside from seeing what they're doing as they're coming in and, you know. But then that can be dangerous. Like, I did a golf club recently and everybody in I, there... Also, just before you go on, mm. I find that if you look at an audience before you go on, then I never want to go on. Oh, See, I try and work out a little bit of, like, who I'm going to probably talk to. No, because it was interesting. Like, as I say, I did this tour recently, and mm. uh, I'm used to doing my own stuff, like, you know, yeah. two hours. But um, I was doing 25 minutes, which I'm not great over. But uh, I actually got really good. And I was closing every night. Yeah. And so I had to come Why up. did you decide to do that as opposed to... To take me out of my comfort zone okay, as well. Cool. And also, I knew I couldn't tour this year. And I like being on stage. Mm. But, um, you know, I found... Uh, you know, because also we had, like, Gary Delaney on, who's, like, mm-hmm. zing, 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 zing. Yeah. And I'm more, like, zing, zing. Mm-hmm. Zing. And so it was kind of interesting to do it that way, like, and you know, just to get them. But I, obviously you must have built up so much stuff over the years yeah, that you, depend on who you're following, you can work out what's the best way to start to counteract what they've just seen in a way. Well, I kind of, I pretty much still did stuff from my last show. Like, I put in the odd... Like, there's an old piece that I do about Muslims, which I put in, and I was just so delighted to do that stuff again. Because yeah. a lot of the stuff, you just go, that's done now, that's buried. But there was a couple of things that I just went, oh, yeah, yeah, this is fun doing this bit. And uh, and then there's bits of the new bit I was just getting a little bit bored with. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. 
Do you get bored quite quickly? Yeah, I kind of do, yeah. And it's like something will start off as my best bit and then end up being my worst bit because I'm so bored of it. Well, you just start saying it badly. I guess. like, And then and then I'll watch out for that and then I can bring it back to being yeah, a good bit again. Yeah, just for a little bit. But, yeah. Um, like, so there's stuff in my Edinburgh show that's already, like, I know is ready and finished, so I've stopped doing it in my set because I don't want to get bored of it before yeah. Edinburgh. Yeah, good. So then I just sort of twist things around and so what's the situation with edinburgh so where are you going to be living and all that uh i always get the same flat every year and i normally live with uh the same guys but none of them are going up so i found some new you're gonna live in the bin flatmates no i've got the same flat and just got some new guys in and uh on george street guess what else i just did recently what's that celebrity storage hunters oh did you yeah i love that program the american one i've not seen the english one yeah well who, who was you on? Was it was looking in was bins? Great. Did you not enjoy it? No, I did. But it's um, it's strange what it's, what it's strange what's uh, appealing to the masses in terms of what goes on the telly yeah, these days, isn't it? People love it. it yeah. yeah. I mean, I love it. So I don't know why I'm saying that. But but. My kind of beef is like there was great people on it. Like they picked the wrong male stand-ups because pretty much right. The that guy Sean, the host, goes, hey. Are you ready to open this bin? And people first go, yeah. And then me, uh, Mark Watson, yeah. Marcus Bridsock, and Joe Wilkinson, four of the most dourest comics ever. <laughs> Are you ready to open this bin? Uh, yeah, if you like. If you want. <laughs> and what did you... So, did they give you a budget that you're allowed to yeah. spend, uh, but obviously you have to give it back at the end? No, it's for charity. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, they give you six... We looked in six bins, and I think four would have been plenty. But, um, <laughs> and what did you has it been on yet are no. we talking about this no so we can't no. talk about what you I'm found sure we can't oh, alright so what did you find well see that's well, what, did, like... what bargain did you get that is then well this was the thing right um, the first one we opened was you could tell it was boating stuff yeah well, I just went, expensive not, not interested no this is there's a lot of money in the boat. yeah I know game. but just not interested and then the next one was obviously motorbikes yeah and then uh, the third one was a car like you know that you couldn't see yeah and the fact that I kind of knew what all these things were didn't interest me. So the fourth one was mm. just, we opened this bin and there was a load of tack. Mm. And I went for that one. So you have to get the whole bin? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. You get the whole bin, don't you? So what was in the bin? Well, the most expensive thing, there was a telescope in there. Great. Which was worth like 800 quid. And I bid for the whole bin £805. Right. So I made... 1500 for a shelter. Right, that's really yeah. good. So, but then who buys the stuff off of them? It's all set up. All right. You know. So they're, it's, so, it's a game. I know. Right? So they're giving the money straight to shelter. <laughs> yeah, they're just, Like, for some reason, Dave seems to have, like, big budgets, so uh, get your uh, sitcom on there. Yeah, well... Uh, no more green screens. You'll have proper kind of... What, just send me to space? <laughs> yeah, if, if you need me. Do you need me off the podcast that badly? You want to get me out <laughs> into the... No, no, Joey. No, I'm joking. I don't. I'm joking. So now, so you loved up with this contemporary dancer, stroke, kids, actress. entertainer, stroke, actress. actress. Mainly what, an actress. To what be was honest. she acting in uh, in America? Uh, like, uh, have you ever been to Secret Cinema? Yeah. So it's it's kind of that kind of style of a show, uh, except it's just set in a maze. And she did it in Perth, uh, in Australia. Yeah. The Thanks comedy for festival. Where that is. Yeah, and then she's just been to. America and Canada to do it as well. 
So what? Like, they show a film in a maze? No, no, no. So this is, rather than it being... But you know, like, how you go around and stuff's happening. That's what yeah. I mean by that. So it's like, she was... Uh, did you know the the books Peter and Jane? Like, yeah. From when you were a kid? So she was playing Jane. So she... Because she's, like, near six foot tall. She's playing, like, an eight-year-old girl. Right. And then, like, her brother. And then the whole family, and you go in, and it's quite wholesome. And then you try and get out of the maze, and while you're in there, stuff happens, and they it just gets weirder and weirder. But is it and, for adults? Or yeah, it's for, it's for both. So it works like on two levels. And they'll do like at night, they'll change what happens in the show to make it a bit more. Right. That sounds days. good. Yeah. So, but, but she's been taken around like by the, the company that made it. To it seems like on both like the tours. So. Quite expensive to fly someone over to Australia and America. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how good she is at being an actor, I guess. Has she done any proper work? Well, she's, well, because you get to a sort of age where you do less dancing. I think you're a contemporary dancer, yeah, and she's is. at that stage, so that's why she started doing so what the acting. Age is she? Uh, 27. She's got about three years left. Hasn't so she? that's why she's already started trying to get into acting because she's good on her. she's already she's done Even loads of secret cinemas before. Being six as well. foot is quite unusual for yeah, a well, dancer. Yeah, exactly. Well, five eleven or something. I don't know. She's taller than me. Isn't so. everybody? No, I'm five ten and a half. You're not. I am. You're four foot something. And three thirty. That's why you wear those hats all the time. Yeah, and and. Uh, Big yeah. shoes, Cuban heels. Yeah, but um, so and where did you meet her? Uh, at a gig that I did. What your gig? Yeah, uh, you dirty. Sausage. I was headlining. There were six people in the audience. She was one of them. Right. And she was the only person on Facebook that had clicked. They were going to the event, so I just asked her out for a drink. What via Facebook? Yeah. After the show. Yeah. And she still said yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> And so where did you take her? Uh, well, ironically, I guess to like, the table tennis tournament. No, no, no. Um, no, we just went uh, to a nice pub that, pub that does loads of different beers in like Hackney, and then I think all pubs do different beers. No, but like one, it's got like a, like a thousand different beers. Like in... no, that's fucking bullshit, Joey. They didn't do a thousand different. They beers. do. What is it like the biggest pub ever? They've got loads of different beers. Yeah, well, not no, a thousand, I, maybe like five hundred. Loads, but yeah, got a thousand different beers. <laughs> I just say things. I get carried away, and I just Did say things. Did you say things. that to her? Listen, I'd like to take you out. I'm going to take you to a. Pub I said, "What's your favourite thing?" There's over a thousand. What's your favourite thing to drink? She said, "Beer." I said, "I know a really great place that does over a thousand different beers." And so, um, was and it, the rest was is it, history. Was it love at first sight? Pretty much, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, well, I'm so happy for you. Um, Are you living together already? Yeah, we get on great. I managed to get her to like wrestling. We have a great time. And so, right, she got you the uh, wrestling thing for mm. your birthday. What are you going to get her for her birthday? Well, I took her to do, uh, you know, Crystal Maze. No, you know, Crystal Maze. Yeah. They've like made it now, so you can go and do it. It's in Islington. Yeah, but surely that's so. We a bit went like and did the Crystal work Maze. She does in the maze and stuff. No, but it's really good because you have to. You get locked in. You have to do the games to get out and get the crystals did that um also when when it was her birthday we was away um because her sister lives in the cayman islands so we went over there and learned how to scuba dive she doesn't have to pay tax no <laughs> her sister yeah well yeah probably not so you learned to play what i learned to scuba dive and so i just took her on a trip while we we're out there for her birthday is that not like a two-week job no you can do it in three days so now you're into scuba diving i'm, I'm a i'm a uh, qualified scuba diver let me show you let me see your certificate what? I always carry it with Joey me. Joey Page. Scuba diver. I like it. Yeah, it was great. I saw a shark while I was diving. 
And I, I yeah, did I a dive on a, on a big wreck as well. A big army boat, like, swam through it under the sea. How far under the sea? Like, uh, 50 metres. Again, you just don't know, do you? <laughs> I think it's 46, actually. <laughs> but I rounded it up. Well, that's good. So yeah. you've been scuba diving. Yeah. What's your next trip, then? Uh, Not scuba diving, but just next trip. Next holiday. trip. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Berlin in oh, January God. for David Bowie's 70th birthday. Uh, I don't think he'd be there. No, of course not. But it'll be like a really good time to go. There'll be loads of like Bowie-themed nights. Do you think on. so? Yeah. I don't know. So it'll only be like a year after his death as well. It'll be great. Go to the go Holocaust the Museum when you're in Berlin. Anyone go to uh, I went Berlin. to one. Where was I? Um, in Munich. And there's there was one about half an hour out of Munich, and I went to it, and it was, yeah. yeah. No, but the one really in Berlin worth is absolutely just a brilliant modern museum. Yeah. And, uh, like, they do this weird thing of, like, you're just walking up a corridor, and you open this door, and you're in a gas chamber. They don't go, mm. here's the gas chamber, mm. this is where so many people died. And it's just, like, really interactive like that. It's beautiful. It's like a, a beautiful sadness. Yeah. But it's just a great Like, the, the scale of it all. Like, I went to a... Um, a concentration camp in Munich. Well, about half an hour out. And it's oh, really what, it was like by humbling. the museum. Well, the, the museum is in a concentration camp. Wow! So, and was it good? Yeah, really good. And uh, no, am I wrong, or do you paint sometimes? No, I don't paint. So, am I wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. Okay, All right. I just wanted to sort that one out. But so, what are you doing? Uh, we're going to finish off. But what do you do? Because obviously, I'm curious. Mm. Um. In general, <clears throat> but um, comics, we have a lot of time on our hands. What do you do with most of your time during the day? Admin, quite a lot. God, oh, but you have to, oh. don't you? Uh, but like I said, when I'm not doing anything, I will either watch wrestling. I like playing football, astonishingly. I know, that intrigues me. Yeah. I play every Tuesday. Comedians, football in Crystal Palace. Fuck you. <laughs> comics and your football and your youth. No, you could that. still play. No. Either Dembina plays, he's much older than you. I could maybe go and go, as long as when I'm smoking you don't hit me in the face. <laughs> but listen, Joey, it's been delightful. Uh, again, plug your Edinburgh show. Uh, my Edinburgh show is called Joey, but it's spelt like Bowie. Um, when you say that, what do you mean? Like J-O-W-I-E. Right. Um, and it's on at the Counting House at half past two, and it's free... Unless you enjoy it, then give me some money. You've got the bucket to hand yeah. out. Yeah, but you can also, if you're worried that you might not get in, you then will. you can pay in advance. Really? For How a much? fiver. All right, I didn't know that. Is that a new thing? Fairly, yeah. This is the free fringe, yeah? No, this is pay what you want. Oh, God, because the, uh, like, I love uh, the Guild of Blurring, because they've always looked after them, but they shouldn't be getting involved in that. Well, do you know what? I think they maybe should. No. I a don't. little bit, because... I've done, I've like had friends that have done free fringe shows and I've gone and done like a spot on their show and you turn up at the beginning and because nobody looks after the rooms and Mike will be missing. I've got too much tech. I need somebody you know, no, I appreciate all looking that, after the rooms. Stealing your audiences. It's not the, the free fringe is their thing. The proper fringe shouldn't be getting involved in that. Well, it gave me a chance to do a show because I wouldn't have done the free fringe this year and the rooms that were available to me weren't at a time or a place I wanted. So without that, I wouldn't be going. So I'm pretty... Are you bringing your girlfriend up? She'll come up for like a week in the middle. She's busy with her kind of kid stuff, yeah. Yeah. And um, we've totally ignored Professor Robbie uh, van der Parsons. Uh, Professor, so thanks for coming from Amsterdam. Now, um, the benefits of beetroot juice. 
how does that uh, reduce high blood pressure? Well, uh, in recent trials uh, from the University of London, they found that high levels of nitrate in a glass of beetroot juice help to relax and dilate blood vessels. Oh, well, listen, thank you so much for letting us know that. Uh, you've been listening to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes, Professor uh, De Parsons, and Joey Page. Keep on going to live comedy, folks. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.